Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. How dare you? I want you to panic. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. We need to eat the babies. You have stolen my dreams. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick in studio with us today. Yes, sir. I think Mr. Sparaza joining us for the second half. Yep. Glenn, uh, it's his birthday today. So yes, he's actually taking a well-deserved... He wasn't going to... He was going to uh, come in, and uh, I think we all said... Uh, Come on, take your day, take the day off, have some fun, and uh, so he's taking his day off. I won't say he's underneath fifty. Let's just put it that way. He's not the big five zero yet, but uh, he's getting there. Should we break out in our uh, happy birthday song? Like, should, <laughs> should we do we? it now or <laughs> should we? The two of us, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll wait. We'll wait, wait for Sparaza. Yeah, we'll wait till Sparaza. I think Mike's got the voice, right? Uh, if you're just tuning in, if you're new to the format, this is the place where money meets politics. We do manage money for a living, but I will tell you and assure you, we will have a ton of fun with the show up until three o'clock. So, the place where money meets politics, and it is an open mic session. And uh, we've got folks that listen all over the country. Love to hear from you. Our bread and butter, of course, Western New York, Buffalo, and Rochester. You can hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. Always an open mic session. Let's start, you know, the top of the hour, Mike. Uh, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, you know, when does the uh, – it's really amazing. I'd love to hear from some of you Democrats. Uh, how do you defend what's going on now, right? I mean, it's yeah. cancel culture – Unless you're a Democrat. I mean, Andrew Cuomo now, the new one is, is his family gets special treatment with COVID, yep. special, uh, I guess, COVID testing. I'm sure we'll find out they were vaccinated before everybody else, right? Yep. I, I mean, so now you've got, he's been accused by eight women of inappropriate behavior. Now, if that if he was a Republican, it would be one, mm -hmm. right? We saw that with Reed this week or last week or whatever, stepped down. Uh, one is too many. Eight seems to be a-okay if you're Cuomo. <laughs> still not right? enough. Yeah, what's enough? Is nine enough? Right? Eight's, yeah, it's still eight enough. Eight is, enough, right? eight is not enough. <laughs> you know, not to mention, you look at this guy's track record between Solar City and the money that funneled into his campaign, yeah. Common Core, the SAFE Act, mm -hmm. putting the state billions of dollars in debt well before this, and now his family's getting special treatment. When are you Democrats going to find a little part of your brain that still works mm -hmm. and use it? And use it. And all of this is covering up the actual huge crisis of nursing home uh, residents mm. getting forced back into their nursing homes after being COVID positive. How dare positive. I forget, Mike? How yeah. dare I forget so, the biggest so one of all? Like all? This is like one big umbrella of shelter to him in his, in his case. I mean, I think that the nursing home crisis by far is the worst of the, the things that went on. I mean, no offense to any of the women if they were actually harassed. Or allegedly harassed, whatever. You mm -hmm. know, wait till the investigations happen, right, Mike? Yeah. Well, you you, but, yeah, you wait until the investigation happens because he's a Democrat. Apparently, right. exactly. that's the new rule. That's but, the but I mean, gosh, the, the the real the the real awful part of this is that the nursing home crisis is just sort of being like a it's now a, a back forgot seat. about it's forgotten back seat forgotten yeah forgot about 
Let's forget real. about it. No, no big deal, right? He is talking about, and we'll talk a little bit maybe later in the show, about uh, the, the good old Biden tax increase because the Democrats love taking other people's money. Yep. Somehow it's patriotic to take other people's money. No doubt. Uh, and uh, and we'll talk about that. He actually said he'd left the door open this week, Andrew. He said billions in uh, debt, and we might have to increase taxes. So get ready for it, folks. It is it is a coming. There, just, there, just, no way they're going <laughs> to cut ta- expenses in the state. Not a chance. Not a chance. Just, just like there's not really enough women that he could have allegedly harass for him to actually get taken out of office. There's not enough money that they could possibly get from all of us taxpayers to make them happy. Yeah. Oh, no. You know, if it was $3 trillion, eh, make it maybe 6 eh. Yeah. They'll take as much as they can, folks. Yeah, we'll talk more about it. Uh, what is it? Uh, Pete Mayor Pete actually talked about proposing a vehicle mileage tax. Right. That could be put on the table in an infrastructure talk. So apparently now they're going to charge you. You know, it's amazing, these Democrats. I've said this forever. They show up Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, and figure out ways to take your money. That's it. That's their job. The other thing is funny. The way they they frame everything, instead of just framing the actual topic, the the actual improvement and how they're going to pay for it, they end up throwing all the other things in there in in the comments. So I know he did something about, you know, we're going to change the country. We're going to change this this infrastructure. And we're also going to help climate. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to build roads and bridges. Oh, and change the climate. And climate and and, uh, Medicare for all. Yeah. No, we're now gonna we, do a vehicle mileage tax for Medicare for all. <laughs> I mean, they just throw it all in there and see what sticks. Yeah, yeah, a lot, of, lot, lot of like the tolls here, right? A lot like the tolls. Uh, let's see, a vehicle mileage tax. Right. Who would that hurt the most? So every time you drive your car, you pay a tax. Hmm. Donald Trump, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. If, I'm when sure he goes if from Donald Wal- West Palm Beach Airport. To yeah, Mar-a-Lago. I'm sure. We'll I'm hit sure. him really hard. I'm sure. Those nasty one percenters that they're after, I'm sure that would really change their lives right. if you put a vehicle mileage tax on. A lot like, by the way, since uh, Mr. Biden's taken office and the increase in fuel prices. Now, let's see. Who's that going to hurt the Who's most? Who's that going to hurt? Huh. People who drive a lot. Yeah, People maybe who leave maybe somebody, New York once in a while. Somebody depend. Maybe a family living on thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand sure, dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. Or Donald Trump. Hmm, hmm. Gosh. I no, just I can't get to the bottom of it. I just can't I can't get it through my brain. It it's got to be it's got to be the wealth. Right? right. It's got to be the rich. Let's yeah. tax them again. Oh, by the way, you know what you should do left is put another tax on ExxonMobil. I bet that'll work. I bet that'll decrease the cost of fuel. I bet that'll work. That's what you do. Absolutely. What a yeah. joke. We'll no talk clue. more about it. Tax increases everywhere for the Biden administration. He doesn't know it, by the way. And we'll talk about it. He was very <laughs> confused this week. Uh, it's he, sad. Sadly it is, confused. It is sad. What's sad is that we're not admitting that as a country, right? I mean, we're not admitting that he really is, no pun intended, falling down. I he, know he, he fell is. down this week walking up the stairs, but he is... He is not getting better, folks. So, and that is when we're when we're talking about negotiating deals with China. Right. That's not good. And even before that press conference, Mike, he someone asked him about the press conference coming up that day, and Joe Biden reportedly responded, "What press conference?" <laughs> yeah, that was he, great. Didn't, he didn't even know. He goes, then, "What press conference?" Then he didn't know when it was over because he had Kamala Harris uh, speak. When he said, you know, he's putting Kamala in charge of this this whole border crisis. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. Mm. And uh, Harris, uh, she said, thank you, Mr. President, for the confidence that you have in me. And then later he said, all right, uh, hey, Ron, Ron Klain, uh, who am I turning this over to? <laughs> he says, well, uh, Mr. President, I think it's time for our friends in the press to leave. So it was actually the end of the press conference, and Joe didn't know. Yeah. Joe didn't know what to no, do. I've... And that's, that's really yeah. sad. That's... He, he... 
he was put in there specifically for a reason, and that was, you know, to continue out, you know, what Biden's plan and Harris's yeah. plan and, and this radical left-wing agenda of moving the country more towards the left. Yep. And they're accomplishing it, folks. It's I mean, brutal. I see every day, wear your mask, you sheep. You're, you're, you're part of it. You're imagine, part of it. Imagine wear, being— Wear in, your mask, do as you're told. Do as you're told. Imagine Jill Biden and, or being any of Joe's kids, any of his grandkids watching him, yeah. watching him struggle in front, of, in front of millions of people as they watch his press conferences— That is terribly sad. Yeah, I see the phone lines lighting up. I promise we're going to get to you folks today. 1-800-616-9236, an open mic session. Uh, Erie County Health Department uh, uh, issues warning Mm -hmm. uh, following five suspected overdose deaths in 24 hours. Now, who said, gosh, now what... What radio program said to not look at COVID in a box 12 months ago and that there would be an increase in anxiety, depression, deaths, suicides, drug overdose? God, I'm I know. To wonder. The Financial wonder. Guys radio oh, show, Mike. Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember we <laughs> talked about the left being very – we really got to be careful about COVID in the box. Remember, yeah. COVID in a box, COVID in a box, COVID in a – now, the Erie yep. County Health Department, I, I don't know what you're doing because your job, by the way – is not to talk to us about overdoses. Your job is to hide in dumpsters behind restaurants. That's your job now. Your job, if you're an Erie County Health Department official, your job is to hide in dumpsters and play I got you to the restaurants that that might not have a mascot. No, no. Dr. Gail Burstein was in dumpsters until about 5. Then she went on the overtime clock. Oh, right. oh that's, oh, that's when right. she, oh. she started to address uh, the opioid crisis with overtime dollars. I, I forgot. And, and Gail is too too much of a chicken to come here to come out and talk to the taxpayers that actually pay her overtime salary. Right. She has accumulated hundreds of thousands of dollars over the last 12 to, mm-hmm. to uh, 14, Almost double her salary. Months. Yeah, what, what a great deal. That's innovative. What a great deal. Uh, how about increasing your salary, doubling it? Yep. And then the taxpayers that really want to learn what's going on actually hear from you and maybe ask you some questions, you hide from them. And now we're focusing. We can't figure out why overdoses are up. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We tell the kids not to go to school. They're not allowed to play athletics anymore. They're not allowed to see their friends. Right. And we can't figure it out. Hmm. 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 These opioids. But you know what, though? She had good advice, Mike. Did she? Harm reduction tools and our warning, don't trust your cocaine, can help prevent these tragic deaths. You know what we need is another government agency yep. that just creates the signs that says cocaine is bad. That drug dealers. It. Drug dealers here. This is the Gal Burstein Cocaine Lab. We're going to make sure your cocaine is safe and not fentanyl-laced. Mm. Step right up. It's going to be free, of course. Bring your I'm, cocaine to Gail so she can test it for you before right. you I, sell it on the corner. I know Gail put us her heart and soul into some billboards, and I'm just thinking, I was going by the other day, I'm thinking, you know, if I'm a drug dealer and I see that billboard, it just hits me. Yeah. Like, you can't do this. No. Look at, look at what you, the billboard says at all, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if I was going to go home and do some cocaine, I'd probably think, look, at, I just saw the billboard. <laughs> I got to make sure the cocaine's safe, right? That's probably what I'm thinking about. When I'm, or, or heroin, if I'm going to put a needle in my arm. I'm going to think, you know what? Look at the good advice from the health department there. Look at the good work they're doing. I yep. can't do this. I can't put this needle in my arm. Right. I can't do this cocaine because it could be a bad batch. Trust your cocaine and get more Narcan kits, Mike. That's the answer. Yeah. Don't just stop opioids deaths by <laughs> stopping drug dealers, Forget- by allowing cops yeah. to find the drug dealers uh, and put them in prison. These are the same clowns, by the way, that have created the mess at the border where 90% mm-hmm. of the drugs walks across. Right. 90%, folks. These yep. deaths are on you. For those of you that called up months ago and said, oh, you're, you're, you're not taking COVID seriously and those people are going to die. The, these deaths are on you, folks, on the left, right? Mm-hmm. These deaths 
are you, the ones that refuse to, to not take COVID in a mm-hmm. box seriously? 15, These are on you. Since 15 you wanna, deaths since yeah. 2021. 70 additional cases are pending toxicology yeah. you, results. You so. want to stop drugs? Here, stop, first of all, secure the borders. Number one, stop letting them come over, right? Mm-hmm. Number two, how about get rid of bailout reform, huh, right? right? I talked to a, a police officer the other day, and he said, you know what the number one uh, uh, theft of cars is, Mike? The number one group? So what? He said 16, 17-year-olds. You know why? Because <laughs> of bail reform. They can steal a car, and guess what? They walk right out and steal another one the next day. Right. These are the same kids that think, you know what? No big deal. Yep. I can sell drugs. Why not? They say, sorry, we won't do it again. Their and th- answer, then if they do get put in prison, they're actually getting out. They're, they're getting out that's earlier. Right. That's getting, right. the, <laughs> the answer on the left is not to stop the drugs. The answer on the left is not to really, really right. fix the problem. We'll put some billboards up. Make right. sure if you're going to do some cocaine, it's good cocaine. Gotta what be. a joke. <laughs> We're going to go back. We're going to do the phone lines here on the other side. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. Glenn, it's his birthday. If you know Glenn, don't forget to shout, give him a shout-out and say happy birthday to him. Uh, Mike Hayflick in studio. Mike Sparaza coming in the next hour. We are the financial guys, the place where money meets politics. By the way, give me one second. You can play the music, but the after <laughs> show today is, is awesome. you, you got to see the after show, folks. Mike uh, Sparaza and I, we're going to be interviewing Arizona's Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels. He's yeah. often seen on Fox News with all the different uh, you know yeah. hosts. If you don't like us um, on Facebook, you should today because you got to go to no our doubt. Facebook page. No and doubt, watch this, this guy live. is bright. You he guys knows how to go answer. Off around three fifteen somewhere in there. Three fifteen Facebook Live, and then thereafter on YouTube. All right, we're going to get to your calls and questions on the other side of the break. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. Here, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Financial Guys, Mike Haflick in studio with us. Mike Sparaza joining us the next hour. And this is the place where money meets politics. So uh, we are having some issues with uh, some uh, technical difficulties here. I wonder if it was storm issues. A lot of winds the other day, but But not not, much this morning. Not not so much today, though. (laughs) Not so much today. (laughs) All right. Uh, It's out of our wheelhouse. Yeah, Yeah. it's out of our wheelhouse. (laughs) Nothing we can do. Uh, We're going to control what we can control. 1-800-616-9236. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. Offices in Batavia, Rochester, in Williamsville, New York, and we have an independent team sitting next to me, certified Social Security claiming strategist, Mike Haflick. Yeah, we actually have a workshop coming up. Ron Reinstein and I, uh, it's a webinar. You can sign up online at thefinancialguys.com or call 833-FINGUYS. It is a Social Security optimization workshop uh, via webinar. So you can do this in the comfort of your home with a glass of wine, a beer, coffee, tea, whatever. And that's Wednesday, this Wednesday, March 31st, 6.15 p.m. Mm And uh, and well, wear your mask, by the way. If you're uh, if you've got your shots, you still have to do that. Did you see Senator Cruz, Senator Cruz? It was awesome the other day. One of the liberal yeah. media folks. So you need to put your mask on. He's like, Yeah, no, I'm not going to. No, do that and, and he said, to him by hey. camera. Yeah, you can yeah. leave though if you want. If you yeah. if you don't feel yeah. safe, you can leave. Yeah, that's whatever okay. happened to my body, my choice. Whatever happened to that? Huh? That's my over. body, my choice. Yeah, that's oh, it's oh. over. It's only when liberals tell us that it's their body. It's your body, your body, my choice. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, That's right. I guess if you're a registered Republican, somebody else (laughs) controls your body now. Okay, got it. We'll tell you what to do. Don't worry. Yeah, let's welcome Steve and Amherst. Steve, thanks for patiently waiting. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, I wanted to mention. You know, uh, we see an uptick. I'm going to guess since about Jimmy Carter and these mass shootings. Mm -hmm. Get every president who comes. Doesn't matter. I'm not trying to pick on anybody. But it doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican. What 
problems do the police have? Well, we have Antifa, we have Black Lives Matter. We wanted to fund the police. So if you're one of these people, this is how I feel, and I don't care how anybody thinks, if you don't support the police because they're not given enough weapons to protect themselves, classic example was this past week out in Boulder. So my proposal would be to give every car and every officer an AR-15 with at least 250 rounds for a 15-minute firefight mm-hmm. to protect the public. If you don't support the police, okay, goodbye, and call a grief counselor when you're about to be killed. Yeah, well, it goes, it goes to actually fixing the problem, right, Steve? I mean, the left doesn't want to actually fix the problems. They want to feel right. good about things. They want to talk about things, but they don't actually want to fix the problems, right? Uh, you know, when it comes to drugs, we were just talking about that before. You want to fix the problem with drugs? It starts at our border. 90% of the drugs are walking across our border. They don't want to secure the border, right? They want to let people walk through. And now there's a huge log jam down on our border, and it's Trump's fault, right? Yep. It's, oh, it's still we've got to fix this because Trump caused this, right? If they really cared about the drug problem, they would focus on the border first. And number two, we would be putting some of these drug dealers in prison. And that goes to your point supporting the police, right? right? 99% of police officers are good. They focus on the 1% that's bad, and they don't want to actually fix the problems in the inner inner city, whether that's culture, whether that's drugs. If it's drugs, let's support the police officer, right? Rudy Giuliani's police officer. Rudy Giuliani did that. You know what he did? He put police officers on every corner, and he started to push them out, right? Are you going to stop all of it? No. But Rudy proved that you can stop a lot of it. You can clean up a city pretty quick. Oh, this is what police chiefs say now. Remember the Oakland chief uh, in Chinatown out in uh, California? He said, we don't want our business owners or others to begin to arm themselves. We would really rather prefer them to be good witnesses. Mm. So go ahead and witness these crimes, people getting purses ripped out of their hands, knocked over. You know, knocked unconscious or shot. Yeah. As long as you can identify who the person was, give us the license plate number of the getaway car. Yeah. Don't don't worry. Don't that, arm yourself though. Yeah. Don't protect yourself. That's don't, that's what these these people want to do now. That's yeah. a police chief of Oakland. What <laughs> a joke. Well, Steve, we'll give you the final thoughts, buddy. Well, I appreciate you allowing me to be even be on the radio to express my opinion because people like me are becoming almost an extinct species that aren't allowed to express their feelings because. I might offend someone. Yeah. Well, the good news is, is since we've defunded the police and not and and the, and and had this attitude of not supporting the police, uh, shootings are way down in some of the Democrat cities like Buffalo and Detroit. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe not. Thanks for the call, bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's stick with the. By the way, if you want to want to hop on board, one eight hundred. 616-9236. Always an open mic session. Want to talk to us about you and your money? I've got a certified Social Security claiming strategist next to me. 1-800-616-9236. We are going to be joined by John Copel, uh, by the way. John is an attorney, a uh, business uh, attorney, talking about successful business planning, meaning if you own a business, if you're thinking about buying a business or selling a business, John's going to join us for a little bit, an expert on helping with transition planning and understanding how to build equity. So I would Really make sure you stu- tune in for the next segment if you can. And, of course, if you want to hop on board, do it now. Do not wait to the end of the show, folks. 1-800-616-9236. Let's uh, sneak in John in Rochester quick. How are you, John? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. You know, i, I got to tell you, I'm getting sick and tired of this misinformation we're getting from the media and also some of the uh, so-called medical experts on this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to uh, on Sunday on Hardline to the uh, associate dean of UB School of Medicine, and she ins- 
uh, insisted, brought out some uh, facts that were not true regarding the New York State's problem over and above other states as far as COVID deaths go. And I'll give you an example of this. New York uh, has 66% more death rates per, per million than Florida, 55% more than uh, Texas, and uh, 93% more than the country of Sweden. Yep. And she maintains that Sweden's situation is worse than what's happening in New York State. We're getting information from uh, the Associate Dean of Medicine. Now, this, I'm not going to put her alone in this. This is coming from other medical experts from some of the hospitals in Buffalo across the country. But the media is blacking out the yep. voices from uh, the people that have the real facts. Yeah, a- anything that doesn't scare folks, they don't. They don't want anything to do with it. And the states that have scared folks the most, that's who they're going to support, right? Let's not look at the death count. If you look at deaths per million, by the way, in places with very different lockdown strategies, whether it's been the U.S., Europe, uh, Florida, California, Sweden, as you mentioned, which mm-hmm. is pretty much open, the U.K., New York. Pretty much all in line. New York, California, it does appear that the harsher the the lockdowns, the worse they've done. Certainly, and and the true story will unfold over the next one to ten years as we see states like New York and California, my prediction will be, massive amounts of or an increase in suicides because of anxiety and depression because their economies are going to suffer, right? Hey, John, stick with us here, all right? I'll let you give the final thought on the other side of the break. All right, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys. We'll be back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. The story was an American and a Russian arguing about their two countries, and the American said, look... In my country, I can walk into the Oval Office, I can pound the president's desk and say, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running our country. And the Russian said, I can do that. The American said, you can? He says, yes. I can go into the Kremlin, to the General Secretary's office, pound his desk and say, Mr. General Secretary, I don't like the way President Reagan's running his country. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys, Glenn off for his birthday today. And Mike Hayflick helping us out, certified Social Security claiming strategist and really co-host of the show. Uh, Mike Sparaza is going to make it in for the second hour. Guys have been filling in quite a bit. I really appreciate yeah, that. Gives yeah. us a little time to uh, have some fun. We are all over the board today. If you want to hop on, get your spot in line, 1-800-616-9236. We are going to talk a little business planning here. And if, you are, if you're a a business owner, you're not going to want to miss this, talking about how to build equity, equity, successfully sell your business, successfully buy a business. And uh, we'll have John Copel on with us here in a second. I did want to give uh, John and Rochester the, uh, the, the, the chance to uh, wrap things up. John, you were talking about COVID. Uh, you know, the media has been so corrupt. I mean, if it's, uh, we'll never know the true numbers on this. The sad part about it is I said this from day one. I couldn't figure out what Donald Trump was doing when he had Dr. Fauci on, but mm-hmm. yet there was 300 frontline COVID doctors out front in Washington, out front of the Capitol, yep. with a totally different message, and he couldn't bring them inside. I remember Don, saying, Don, we come on the show going, what is he doing? No idea You're going to lose it. <laughs> we'll never know the truth. We do know that the CDC has said anywhere between four 
are 94 and 96% of all COVID deaths would have died anyways. To me, that is an alarming number, an alarming number to think that, okay, out of all the COVID deaths that we hear, 500-something thousand, 94 to 96% would have died anyways. I, th- I would think that's pretty important information that most people should know as they walk around with face diapers on, right? Well, that's what really bothers me. It's the propaganda media lets these so-called experts get away with it. And it seems to be limited to the bureaucrats, the heads of uh, college universities, medical schools, uh, government agencies like the CDC, uh, and other uh, bureaucratic uh, uh, places versus some of the practicing physicians who are experts in disease. Yes. Some of the people that are on the front line, and I've said that from day one, the communication department of the Trump administration did an awful job, just did an awful job when it came to the truth on COVID. We will never know the facts. We will never know the facts. And that's sad. That's sad. Well, and not only are they not being invited into these meetings, these press conferences, but they're actually being taken off of social media. So they're being censored. They're basically being canceled. So a lot of people will never, ever hear their stories. Yeah. And now we're being told that even if you get the vaccine, you still need to wear a double double uh, face diaper on. Right. Hey, guys, I'll leave, I'll leave you with this statistic again. Uh, New York State, their policies have led to 93% more deaths than the country of Sweden uh, per per capita. <laughs> to me, that sounds like a failed policy of a Cuomo. Don't you? What, what do you think? Let's see. Did Agreed. Sweden have massive lockdowns and mask wearing? Oh, no. No, no just the opposite. Hmm. No. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, no. you know what, John? Uh, those are facts. And, and any day now we're going to hear that story from CNN. Any day. And that's as of uh, last Sunday, the 21st of March. Yep. Harshest lockdowns in the country. By the way, spring break started weeks ago. We were told that Florida, the death count, was going to just increase dramatically. It is still going down, folks. Still going down. Thanks, John. See you, buddy. Keep up the fight. All right. Thanks, John. Want to hop on board? 1-800-616-9236. Mike, I meant to ask John if he got his Excelsior pass so he could enter theaters, arenas, and other events in New York State. Yeah, what a joke. It right? just make it so easier. We're, by the way, we're at about 70% herd immunity as of, uh, uh, I guess, I guess of Thursday as of this week, right? Mm-hmm. Why is New York focusing on... A, a pass, an Excelsior pass, or whatever mm-hmm. they call it, yep. to see if you've got your shot when we're actually supposed to be folks focusing on vaccinating people. And many people have gotten to herd immunity by getting COVID. Because they still don't trust business owners. They'll never trust oh, business owners. Right. And and should they have to, by the way, right? Should should right. What about my body, my choice? How right. about if you want to go out, you go out. If you don't right. and you want to wear a face diaper, no, wear it all day. It's governor, wear, it to, wear it to bed. It's Governor Cuomo's mantra, your yeah. body, my choice. Yeah, that's right. Now, now, what, now, where are people? Oh, the people are moving to Florida, 1,000 people a day. What, yeah. Now, what are they have there that's different? Oh, freedom. Oh, freedom. All freedom. Yeah. Yeah. 1-800-616-9236. Let's welcome John Copel. John, how are you, sir? I'm great, Mike. How are you today? We are good. You got my, Mike Lomas, Mike Hayflick, and uh, of course, John is an attorney with uh, Lippus Matthias. And uh, John, you're a, you're a business attorney. You've helped many business owners out there throughout the years on uh, transitioning their businesses, right? Selling their businesses. I've said forever, 
I think one of the biggest mistakes business owners make is they do not understand the equity that, that they've created, right? They 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 love their the they love their business, they love going into work, they love what they've created, they love the people that work there, but they don't understand the equity that they've created. And and, and am I am I spot on with that? I mean, have you seen that throughout the years of understanding you know what's well. Uh, first of all, how to look at equity. What is your value uh, business worth? And then how to successfully transition that. So if you're not here anymore, you know that business is still thriving. The people that work there are still growing with it. No, that it, it's very true. I mean, so your your typical family business, your business owner, ninety. I mean, I'm sure you see this, Mike, with a lot of your clients. Ninety percent or more of their value or net worth is often tied up in their business, which is typically very successful. You know, doing well. Uh, and they get to a point in their life that they say, you know what, now's the time to consider a transition. So, you know, we often, I'll sit down with clients and, and we could, you know, walk through the steps of that. You know, are you looking to retire tomorrow? Uh, are you looking to sell 70 or 80% of your business, stick around for a few more years and kind of retain a portion of it? So there's, there's a process that, that's involved there. So the earlier they can reach out to their attorney, their accountant, their advisors to start that planning, because you're exactly right, a, a huge chunk of their value, their net worth is often tied up, and typically in a private company, which is, as you know, is, is, is illiquid until you have a sale or some sort of event, there's not cash you know, generated from the sale of that. Yeah. John, how often is a, a family member taking over a, a company or family's business, I guess? How, is it often that the, the family members do or don't, or what do you see out there? It, it, great question. Um, it, it, it varies. Um, sometimes, you know, there's a family member in the business who's, you know, rock solid, who loves the business, who's mm-hmm. been, you know, at the mother or father's knee for a number of years and is prepared to do that, right? That that does happen. I, you know, not maybe not that surprisingly. Sometimes we'll see a family member in the business and whether it's due to their age or their net worth or whatever, you know, the business owner just isn't really ready to transition to them. And, and sometimes an outside group, it could be another company, which mm-hmm. sometimes refer to as strategic, or it could be a financial buyer like private equity comes in. Now that son or daughter may still stay in the business and may be really important and, and could still have a really nice career. Um, but as you can imagine, depending on the size of the business, these are relatively big checks. And, you know, sometimes uh, mom or dad say, you know mm-hmm. what, I love you dearly, uh, but I also need to fund my retirement. <laughs> and maybe selling to a third party is, is the best way to do that. Well, and not only their retirement, but, you know, transitioning that wealth to the kids, I would think, right? I mean, that's where that's where we have worked together. I have managed and we have managed uh, portfolios that are, are proceeds from the sale mm-hmm. of a business, right? And the goal is to appropriately diversify that money so it moves on to the next generation. You know, John, one of the concerns I, I know a lot of business owners have is, you know, what, what, trying to really understand and estimate what my business is worth. And, you know, I know that's a very open-ended question because all, you know, businesses are, are different, right? I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you know, maybe an insurance company might be worth more or less than a widget company, right? But where do people start when trying to analyze and really understand what their value is? Yeah, another, another good question. I, I think um, they'll often, sometimes they'll start with, with one or more of the trusted advisors. It could be their corporate lawyer, it could be their accountant. Uh, there are certainly valuation firms out there. There's brokers and investment banks. I mean, I think there's a whole bunch of factors that go into you know the size of the business, the profitability. Some some of your listeners may have heard this term called EBITDA, which is kind of a earnings for interest, taxes, and depreciation, which mm-hmm. is like a a measure for profit. And many businesses might trade for what's called a multiple EBITDA. So I have a business which generates two million of profit a year. Somebody might come along and say, "I'll I'll pay you five times profit. I'll pay you ten million dollars for your business." Right. 
So, and, and say, well, why does one business, you know, my, my buddy down the street sold for seven times and how come I'm only worth four times? Well, maybe your business, 80% of it is tied to one customer. Uh, or maybe you're still selling through old you know, channels and that other business was sold for more is all online and doing e-commerce. So there's a number of factors uh, that, that go into valuation. And, and you know, once if you decide to go forward the process, you're probably going to talk to more than one potential buyer. Almost every transaction I've worked on, generally speaking, fair market value will, will come out of the process. It, whether it's you talk to three groups or 30 groups, you're probably going to find a number that, that hopefully works for, for you and your family. Just tuning in, Mike Lomas, Legal Financial Guys, Mike Hayflick with us, John Culpel, uh, Olympus Matthias, an attorney, business attorney, helping you with, if you're in the process, if you own a small, medium, or even a, a larger type of company, and you're interested with help with uh, transition planning, whether that's you know understanding how to sell the business, what's it worth, where do I go? Uh, John, could you just throw your phone number out there if people need your help? Yeah, sure do. So the direct number is uh, area code 716-262-9330. So again, 716-262-9330. Okay. Um, or, or one other question. You know, how, uh, One of the concerns I know I would have, I'm, I'm, we're still building our business and growing our business, but you know, employees become family. And I think a big concern with a lot of business owners is if they sell – where do all those folks go, right? What happens if I sell this thing I created, but all these people that are around me that have helped me be successful, what happens to them? And I know, you know, some of the, the folks on the left that listen to this show because it's a, a car wreck for them and they just can't change it, <laughs> they think that all business owners are mean and, and all they care about is their bottom line. But, you know, if you're running a successful business, at least what I've seen, you need to care about the people around you. That's You become a team and uh, you know, and you're not going to win a football game without you know all 11 players on both sides of the ball. And the same is true with business. We got to take a quick break, but I want to ask you about that. You know, how do people, how do business owners, well, how how should they prepare for that? Because uh, you know, we've seen a lot of business owners not sell because of that, not capture the equity because they're afraid of what's going to happen to what they built. And, and, and sometimes they miss out. And unfortunately, we've seen the other side of it where because they do that, then they pass on and the business breaks up after that. So we got to take a quick break. We're going to prick, uh, pick more of your brain on the other side here. Mike Lomas, Glenwigle Financial Guys, the place where money meets politics. If you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. And uh, we'll be back. Financial Guys, Radio Network. to the financial guys to reach glenn and mike now call 803-0930 toll free at 800-616-WBEN and cell calls are free at star 930 now here's glenn wiggle and mike lomas all righty welcome back financial guys radio network always an open mic session here so if you want to hop on board, 1-800-616-9236. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. Glenn will be back next week. His is a birthday today, so taking a little, spending a little time with the family. Yep. Mike Hayflick in studio, certified Social Security claiming strategist. I think uh, Mike Sparaza hopefully is on his way. He's going to join us for the second hour. 
And uh, it's uh, all about you and your money. And, of course, Open Mic Session, the place where money meets politics. And we're uh, on the live line with us is John Copel. John is with uh, uh, Lippus Mathias, and he is a, uh, a business uh, transition attorney. And they've been really helping us and, and just doing a little segment or two on if you own a business. Um, how do you successfully sell that business? How do you successfully transition it? And, you know, John, before the break, I, I really wanted to hear your thoughts on, you know, I'm a business owner. And I care. I and it's gonna. It's gonna be hard for a lot of people to get. I I care about the people that help me create this thing. I'm afraid if I sell it, they're going to be gone. And I just wanted you to get your thoughts on that. How how is a business attorney when you're helping some of these businesses? You know what 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 can you say to them? And what should a business owner do to help prepare against that? Yeah, and and you're you're right, Mike. Most business owners, uh, they're concerned about you know they've probably built up an amazing legacy over a long period of time, twenty, thirty years or more. Have a number of great employees. If the business might be in an area, whether it's West New York or wherever that they love, so you know you can you can ask that of a potential buyer. You know what what are your intentions? I mean, many buyers, uh, you know, they don't have a company in the space already, or maybe they're on one coast and they need a second location here, and they need all those employees. You can ask for certain protections upon, you know, employment contracts. Many buyers will often set up like an incentive pool, like whether it's profit sharing, uh, stock option incentives, because, uh, you know, in today's market, I think most of my clients right now are looking to hire great people, right? Um, and so they don't want to typically lose any of the employees of, of assuming they're performing fine uh, of the business they're acquiring. So you're exactly right. Thinking about that employee pool, um, positioning people as part of the sale and making sure that, that that next owner understands, you know, who really drives value, who's important, and that type of thing. It, it, it is a very key part of the process. John, can I ask you about it? I hear a lot of stuff about the, this opportunity zone, and I know a lot of business owners ha- are starting to take advantage of that. So I sell my business. Is it, it, Maybe explain to listeners if, if you know, folks are out there thinking about transition. I'm thinking about selling. Should they be looking at opportunity zones? What is it? How do they take advantage of it? Sure, sure. So when you sell your business, you know, let's put an example on the table. Let's say I, I sold my business for $10 million, and, and let's just assume for the sake of this discussion, I have to pay tax on, on the whole thing, right? If I just take cash uh, and don't do anything with it, you know, I'm typically going to pay tax on that whole amount. Um, a couple of years ago, a program came along, quali- the, the, it's called the Qualified Opportunity Zone Program, or QOZ, and, and Biden is on record of, of being supportive of it. We think it's going it's to stay in place. But Effectively, what it enables a business owner to do is that within a certain period of time, simplifying the rules, let's say 180 days of the sale of my business, I can redeploy some or all that money and do certain types of real estate and or other business investments. And if those investments are located in a QOZ, there's certain geographic areas that are designated as qualified opportunity zones. I get uh, really kind of three benefits out of that as a business owner. I get to defer uh, my tax on, on that portion of the sale. When I do have to pay that tax, typically not for you know, five, six, seven years down the road in that deferral, I get a, a reduction. And when I go to sell that new investment, if I've maintained the whole period, I pay no tax on that new investment. So you know, I've had a couple business owners the last few years that have redeployed all their money into QOZ. I think more often than not, some people will do part. Hey, I'm going to keep you know, 60% of it and put it in stocks and bonds and, and with Mike, with you and your team. But you know what? I'm going to take 40% of it and put it into real estate or other private company investments that, that qualify under this program. So 
there's a lot of nuances to the program. If there's anyone out there thinking of selling this year, feel free to give me a call. Happy to walk you through more detail of the program. But it's been a it's been a pretty impactful program. You know, the last year or two, I know a lot of accountants and corporate lawyers have been dealing with this program in a, in a positive way for their clients. Yeah. By the way, John Copel, Olympus Matthias, attorney, 262-9330 if you need his help. John, what percentage of business owners have you helped that want to sell because they want to grow? You know, one of the biggest problems sometimes is I've got this really good idea, I've got good cash flow, but boy, I don't have enough to do that. It's, it's, it's a very common, and, and usually that's, you know, somebody who's, you know, in their 40s or 50s, they've taken the business to, you know, sometimes from almost zero up to a certain size, 10, 20, 30 million of revenue, whatever it is. And that's, first of all, that's amazing to be able to do that, but they get to a certain size or scale and there's bigger competitors and everyone's out for your lunch. And so there are opportunities to bring in partners, oftentimes private equity, sometimes a strategic partner, but another group, an investment group that will invest capital in your business. They're going to want to take a, a percent ownership of it, sometimes minority, sometimes majority or control. But you can oftentimes, you know, sell, you know, 50, 60, 70% of your business, re- retain a meaningful piece. And I've had clients over the years that the second sale of that smaller piece was worth more than the first sale mm. because they partnered with this new group. They grew the business even more. Obviously, there's certain contractual protections and things that have to be negotiated to structure that right. But it's, uh, many savvy business owners will consider that as an option. You know what? Hey, I'm, I love doing what I do. I love going to work every day. But I need the, that infusion to get to that next level. You know, there, there are partners out there. There are groups out there that look for that type of partnership. Perfect. Before I let you go, we, during the break, Mike and I were talking about, you know, a lot of times businesses that sell, uh, there's real estate attached to it. And how do you, you know, can you treat that separately? Tell us a little bit about how a business owner should look at it. You know, whether it's a, I own this small manufacturing company or I own this small, small retail facility, but a lot of times it's, you know, real estate and then the actual company itself. We probably, no, another good question. We, we probably see one of either three things. So one option is is the business, you know, so typically most business owners have the, the business is a one legal structure entity and the real estate's often another. It doesn't have to be that way, but that's the recommended approach. You can often sell the business, keep the real estate, and lease it back to the buyer. So mm-hmm. it's not an uncommon strategy. Um, another strategy is to potentially sell the real estate before the sale. There are certainly real estate developers and groups out there that might want to buy the real estate. So you could sell it separately. Sometimes depending upon the buyer, the, the buyer may be interested in buying the business and the real estate. Um, so the, and, and so depending upon the company, I've done some deals where the business itself isn't that huge, but you know, my goodness, the real estate's in a marquee location or it's this amazing warehouse that'd be perfect for you know, logistics or storing stuff. So there are deals where sometimes the real estate is worth almost as much or more than the business, but it's a, it's often a key part of the transaction, um, especially if the the real estate's been configured for the business, the large manufacturing facility, the customized office. Mm-hmm. That's going to cost a lot of money for that new buyer to recreate that. So they often like, hey, if you want to lease it back to me, or maybe I can buy it. You've obviously built it out perfect for the business. That's a lot of value add for the for the next owner. John, I, I really appreciate you spending some time with us. Now, you're local, right? And that's what I love about that. The, the, the footprint of this radio show is Buffalo to Rochester. We do have people that have relocated, listening online all over the country. But, you know, you are right here in uh, in good old western New York and, and you're helping a lot of local folks when it comes to uh, business transition planning, right? 
Yeah, working with clients. Got a lot of clients here. We actually have clients uh, throughout the U.S. We've got a nice firm with with a good value prop. Um, So sometimes people are in higher cost markets. And one of the great things about Western New York, you know, is we can have a great quality of life. um, And sometimes, depending upon the nature of the business, offer a a stronger value prop. So, um, yeah, happy to take any people have my number, 716-262-9330. Really appreciate uh, you guys inviting me on today. Uh, and, uh, yeah, best, best of good to do luck. Yeah, sounds great. And, uh, John, hopefully you're going to be a friend of the show. We'll get you on maybe quarterly every so many months to uh, update. But, you know, a lot of stuff changes. As we know, it's an ever-changing world. It's uh, unlike uh, the NHL or the NBA, uh, owning a business changes every 15 seconds as opposed to <laughs> once a year when they update, you know, 5% of the rules. So uh, somebody like you who's on top of it, we need and I thank you for everything you do in the community. One one last time with your phone number before we let you go. Yeah, sure. 716-262-9330. Happy to talk to folks. We do think it's going to be a busy year. Uh, obviously, I, I heard on your earlier segment, you know, tax rates are probably going to go up. Who knows when? If they go up next January. So I think business owners who are thinking of selling in the next two or three years, a lot of those folks are going to try to pull that forward to this year kind of take advantage of lower rates. We'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Thanks, John. All right. Uh, Mike Lomas, Gun Wiggle Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick in studio. Uh, Next hour, you guys after show, by the way, is going to be awesome. Got to pitch this again. Uh, TFG after show today with Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, Arizona's Cochise County Sheriff, Mark Daniels. If you haven't heard of Mark, um, he was just recently on with Judge Janine Pirro right at the border, literally looking over his shoulder saying, Judge, right over my shoulder in those mountains, there that's where the cartel is working away, trying to figure out how to get more drugs, how to do more human trafficking into our border. Um, Mark Daniels will be on with us on the TFG After Show, 315 on Facebook. If you can't see it live, Check out YouTube thereafter, and you can see all the other episodes of TFG After Show. Yeah, we'll talk Cuomo. We'll talk uh, Health Department. We'll talk the markets. Uh, by the way, Harris was in Florida this week. Oh, DeSantis, <laughs> how lucky are you? <laughs> Saving you. Say, say, Saving we're you. Here, we're here. We'll help. Br- bringing, her liberal th- <laughs> bringing her liberal thoughts from New York, from California, to the, the good old state of Florida to see if they can destroy that. Isn't that too. true, though, Mike? That's what they think. They think yeah. that nothing happens without them no, getting involved. Right. Nothing good can happen. Very ar- arrogant. Yep. Uh, Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle Financial Guys. Hop on board, folks. Do not wait until the end of the show. I promise we're going to get to your calls. 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Under Medicare for all, we cover all basic health care needs, so they're not going to be there to do that. I suppose if you want to work on that nose, uh, they can do that. So basically, Blue Cross Blue Shield would be reduced to nose jobs. Something like that. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. God rest her soul, and uh, um, although she's, wait, your mom's still still alive as your dad passed. God bless her soul. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me um, a beer. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
Alrighty, welcome back. Second hour here, the Financial Guys Radio Network. And make sure you hop on board, folks. Three o'clock, we are out of here. Esther Goulias, the tax lady, takes over. 1 800 616 9236. 1 800 616 9236. And please don't forget about the after hours show. Mike and Mike. Mike Kaflick, Mike Spraza. Now, Mike yeah. said, Spraza said he was going to be here at two. Now he's saying he's running a bit a little late. You take your time, Mike. It's not the sun just broke, so yeah. he, he's probably out tanning. No, you take your time, Mike. It's not like we have a time slot, like one to three one or to anything. Three. So just one time. to three, yeah, just no. one to three. We're just having fun with Mike. He's working hard <laughs> in the office, actually. True story, helping people save money on home and auto. So over twenty-five lines he has. And uh, allow him, give him 14 minutes, let him shop over 25 companies. It's so easy. A liberal could do it. And I have a personal story with that. I I truly do, folks. So this is uh, on a serious note. I have five vehicles in my home. So all of us that drive in my household and a truck, I just keep on the road just, just to, you know, just to you know carry brush around and help people move and have your brother-in-law borrow it. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I do that. We have a house and we have an umbrella policy. So literally it's been about. I'm thinking eight, nine months now. Our premiums went down by $1,100 a month. For real collectively. money. Real 1100 money. And not only were liabilities uh, added on, like increased, but the umbrella liability policy went from one to two million. So this is a real deal, guys. This isn't just, oh, uh, you know, I'll just wait. I'll just, uh, you yeah. know. I've been with uh, you know ABC Company for 28 years. They must be good. They mm-hmm. they must not be you know gouging me. Guess what? They will. They're just going to increase your premiums year after year, and uh, and do nothing except increase the premiums unless you say something. So let them shop. That's right. Um, New York launches Excelsior Pass to use to enter theaters, arenas, and other events. Now, I think the theaters. Oh. I think you've destroyed most of them, New York. So right. the arenas are still up, although empty. Uh, most of the theaters, I know the movie theaters, you've you've done a great job of destroying them. This is really unreal to me that New York right. would spend the time, New York launching an Excelsior Pass to use to enter theaters and arenas. Shouldn't we be focused on vaccinating people? I mean, that's what they believe in. That's what right. they think is going to get them to herd immunity. Shouldn't we? By the way, we are behind uh, Florida. I know you're gonna, not going to believe this. We are behind the state of Florida. DeSantis doing a wonderful job of the rollout from day one, not playing games, yep. not saying we're going to do A through Z, minus 12, right. 18 plus in the common core that they're doing. Right. He just said, look, it, we're going to do it by ages. We're going to roll it out. And we're going to roll it out through Publix, which is right. the Tops and Wegmans yep. of, uh, of Florida. And uh, sure enough, they are ahead of us. I know it's going to shock everybody. But to me, this is scary stuff, folks. This means that they don't ever want this to go away in this state of New York. They don't want us going back to normal. To spend time putting together a pass, which every one of you know that this is going to end up like the New York State Thruway Authority, where it's going to be there's going to be a cost to it. You're going to have to update it every year. I mean, this is just scary stuff. Well, and, scary and, stuff. And, Considering <laughs> we're we're pretty close to herd immunity, folks. We are pretty close to. We're at seventy percent sometime this week. And, and people getting vaccinated left and right. The vaccinations, by the way, don't seem to matter. You get vaccinated, you still need to wear double face masks, double face diapers. So, And, and all these organization uh, leaders, Ch- Chautauqua Institution, uh, gosh, Art Park, National Comedy Center, 
they're all just going, oh, okay, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what New York says we can do. Yeah, yeah. So, so they keep falling in line. And if you keep falling in line, folks, without any objection, no protesting. It's never going to stop. It's just never going to end. Never going to stop. They have no intentions of going back to life as normal. No intention. Now, it is going back to life as normal as normal in the state of Florida. And uh, we got a message this week, by the way. I said, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes. We have an office down there. Of uh, I was there a few weeks ago. There was, I was at a concert. 2,000 people probably at it. Uh, Everybody seemed mm-hmm. to be having a good time. Uh, I, I'm told every week something different is happening in Florida, and next week the deaths are going to go way up. Right. Next week. We were told that by Georgia. Georgia was the number one state to open, and we were told by all these health officials that make all this money, an excessive amount of money now. Look at the Erie County Health Department. Right. Still right. getting all kinds of overtime. Stefan busted them, ordering themselves food. Mm-hmm. Not only food to eat for lunch, food to take home with them. Yeah. What did people think, too, about spring break? Did they think kids that have been pent up in their homes yeah. in college dorm rooms, not allowed to leave, not allowed to walk across campus together, not allowed to actually attend classes, not allowed to go to fitness centers, not allowed to really leave their own campuses without permission, back and forth, testing and this and that, that they're not going to go to Florida and have a spring break. Yeah, I love that. And, and by the way, is, is spring break any worse than it has been in the past? Because we're hearing more about spring break in Fort Lauderdale than we are about hundreds of thousands of people crossing our border, three to four, four to five hundred. Yeah. People, maskless, by the way, kids, children, unattended kids, four to five hundred a day are coming over that border. Folks, if you haven't heard enough about this, you have to join us on this TFG after show today. Arizona's Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels will be on. Um, He was just recently on with Judge Janine Pirro right at the border. You've got to listen to this guy. He knows what's going on, folks. He knows these drug cartel leaders, uh, they get about six thousand dollars per head. And they are marching these people across the border, probably mules for opioids and everything else you can think of, probably the bad stuff, right, with fentanyl, killing our American citizens. And this is this is not being reported at all. Know oh. what we're hearing about? Oh, excessive drinking. Uh, oh, no masks on the beaches of Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> no masks. Yeah. That's what we're hearing. How sad. That's is there true. a coincidence, Mike? Florida is being targeted? No. Ron DeSantis, no, great not. governor, yeah, did, doing all the right things. Yeah, one of the few governors out there with an actual brain in his head. And uh, you know, somehow we're we're not focused on the nursing home deaths, as you pointed out, the the mm-hmm. mistreatment of women. How about that? Right. How about the fact that Andrew Cuomo? We're now finding out that his family was taken care of before your family. Right. Where's the Me Too movement? Yeah. Where Where is that? Where is Me Too movement? Yeah. Where no is idea. that? Right. Uh, let's welcome uh, Eric in Rochester. How are you, Eric? Thanks for holding, sir. Doing just fine in People's Republic of New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, decided I was the wall's going up to keep you in, not to keep you out. That's for sure. Socialism. Okay, fine. I don't want to help fund it. I'm not going to pay any more income tax. I'm not going to make any more money. Right. So I sold my business, and the question I have is, it was a dot com, so you know it cost me zero to form it. 20 years ago. Yeah. And there were no assets that went with it. It was just a dot com. Mm-hmm. So is that money subject to uh, the regular income tax or is it just capital gains tax? It, it should just be a capital gain tax, but I will refer you to, um, I would tell you to call John for sure at 262 9330 because oftentimes it's a combination of that. But I would think the majority of it would be a capital gain. Now, it would be a long-term capital gain. It should be, right? They've held it for long, over a year. Yeah. 
Yeah. There was real estate involved too, and that always. Yeah, well, that's the key with it, right? Is how do you how do you sort of define what asset is worth what? Two six two. Uh, seven, you're on Rochester. Seven one six two six two ninety three thirty. Got it. And that's for John. Yeah, John right. Copel. He'll point you in the right direction, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. Right, let's take a break. What do you want to talk about? We'll talk about Cuomo when we get back. I definitely want to talk about. Uh, uh, I want to talk about higher tax rates. By the way, the sure. Biden administration is. Absolutely, whatever they have to do, they're putting higher taxes, and uh, they're going to take more money out of your pocket. They talked about estate taxes, corporate taxes, personal income taxes. Mm-hmm. I uh, And then, of course, uh, Mayor Pete this week talking about a, vi- a vehicle mileage tax. Absolutely. So, uh, I'm telling you, folks, the left, they all they do Monday through Friday is think about ways to steal your money. And, and control you. And control you. Yep. That's right. And control you. And You're cancel gonna, culture, Mike. We have to talk about cancel we, culture. We don't care if they are eating their own. They are eating their own on the set of The Talk. Um, and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll talk about we, that when we get back. We don't care if you're vaccinated. <laughs> you still need to wear a mask. Why? Well, why, do, why would I get vaccinated then? Because we want you to. Why? you got to wear a face <laughs> diaper for the rest of your life. Why? Why don't you wear a face diaper? I can't spit through it. Yeah, I choose not to. Thank yeah. you. Let's take a break. If you want to hop on board again, 1-800-616-9236. 1-800-616-9236. If you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. We have a lot of fun with the show. Offices in Rochester, Batavia, and Williamsville, New York. 833-FIN-GUYS. Use us as a resource. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. This is the show where money meets politics. I'm your host today, Glenn Wiggle, here with Mike Lomas. It's time to talk money. Do you know what he's done? The gap between the rich and the poor is going down. We've got 3.6% unemployment rates. Do you know what this man is doing? The media will come out as the lapdogs, you know, kissing the butt of the Democrat Party. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, the financial guys, the place where money meets politics. We do manage money for a living. If you think like us, use us as a resource, folks. 833-FIN-GUYS, offices in Rochester, Batavia. We are out in Batavia and, uh, of course, Williamsville, New York. So use us as a resource, whether you need help with your uh, retirement planning. I mean, that's what you know. That's our core. That's our foundation. That's what we've been doing since the beginning of the firm. Of course, we've departmentalized, and I, I think that's so important. You know, we have different experts throughout the office, whether it's independent AHIP certified Medicare reps. If you're turning 65, think of the financial guys. AHIP independent certified Medicare reps, certified Social Security claiming strategist. If you're thinking about retiring, you really need to think about Social Security. You need to optimize it. And we have certified experts. We have chartered financial analysts, registered investment advisors, and certified financial planners. So use our team as a resource. Again, 833-FIN-GUYS. And if you want to hop on board here, 1-800-616-9236. Glenn Wiggle taking the day off. It's his birthday. So if you know Glenn, wish him a happy birthday. And uh, Mike Havelick in studio. Mike Spraza actually made it in. Thanks, Mike. Oh, thanks. Oh, no, wait. we got we got to turn on your mic. But take your time. Good. We were just saying, yeah, yeah. you show up whenever. You show up. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we got a time slot one to three or anything. As, he, as, he didn't have his Excelsior pass to get into this building. Oh, he had to, that's it. He had see? to run back and yeah, see? prove yeah. who he is. What's as been the put auto in his guy, mind. I shouldn't say this, but I was hustling down Main Street or uh, Maple Road on the way here. The right. speed limit, the but s- right at the speed limit. Right at it. Right. 
<laughs> uh, if you got questions, by the way, with your home and auto, who can I ask again? Who's on line one and two? I know we're having some issues. The names: uh, Eric Rochester, right? It's the same Eric. Is he back? All right. I. All right. Line two. Let's go out to Holly and Tonawanda. Thanks. We're having some technical issues, so bear with us here. 1-800-616-9236. We were talking about New York launches Excelsior Pass before. We'll talk about increasing taxes, folks. They are a coming. They're not only coming uh, to New York, and they're not only coming to a town near you. They're coming on a federal level. All to help the the poor and the middle class, because they've done that every single time we've raised taxes. The poor and the middle class seem to get wealthy. Right, I was saying, Mike, about the, you know the the fuel prices being higher and higher and higher. Are people that have hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars really going to care that it's another twenty, thirty, forty cents a gallon? No, but guess who is going to care? The people that are living yeah. on almost a week by week basis, trying to make ends meet, yep. when their bill goes up by seventy, eighty dollars a month to mm-hmm. go to and from work, oh, that's yeah. about it. Yeah, it hurts them. And let's see, the business owners that are transferring widgets from place A to B, are they going to increase the price of the widget that they sell to the poor and the middle class, or are they just going to eat the increase in higher fuel prices? Yeah. They're not gonna. They're not gonna eat it, folks. And it, it's not because they don't care about you. It's because they need to keep their own businesses afloat. They need to keep food on their own tables and on the uh, tables of their employees. Yep. Just Every single time. Every single time. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, let's just yeah. ask you. Any success stories this week? Yeah, I actually had a good one this week. We had. Uh a family came in, auto, home, and umbrella coverage, and he was with the same company. I told us in our weekly meeting yesterday, same company, 27 years, I believe, since 1993 or 1994. Now, there's company <laughs> loyalty in the insurance industry, right? The longer you stay, the cheaper the rates get? Uh, well, no. <laughs> no. Not, not with most of them. Actually, all of them. Um, but he, he he stuck it out. And, you know, He was loyal, and he, he didn't realize it was that bad, and it, when we got through with him, it was half the price. Mm-hmm. It went from down from 3500 to about 1750 Wow. And uh, he was thrilled. He yeah, couldn't I, believe it. I remember it. that. It was funny because he yeah. actually said, like, what's the catch, yeah. right? Yeah, he said, yeah. Are, are, what are you going to do? How, how does this? Uh, I'm like, no, it's true. I said, the only difference is you're just with a new company now. Right. It's a completely different company, but right. um, he and, ended up coming you, aboard. You become their agent. So if anything right. happens, if you have any questions, you're, right. you're calling Mike Sparazza. Yep. And you can shop it every single year. 833-FIN-GUYS, Rochester, Batavia, and right here in Williamsville, New York. Let's go out to the phones. We're going to welcome Holly here in a second, but I wanted to bring Eric up in Rochester. How are you, Eric? This is Holly. Holly's on line one. Oh, Eric's gone. Okay, everybody's leaving <laughs> us today. 1-800-616-9236. Holly is with uh, Dare to Dream Ranch. Holly, uh, you've been on the last few weeks, but uh, you know, listeners come and go. They're in their cars. Tell us a little bit about what Dare to Dream Ranch is. Holly? Hello. Yep. Hi. Tell, there you are. Hi, how, how, Holly, how are you? Yes, hi. I'm with Tanya. Okay, sorry. I am all <laughs> over the place. Holly. I was going to call about a dream ranch. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about a dream ranch, Holly. Right. No, uh, that's okay. That's okay. I got it. All right. I guess now we're going to switch to Tanya. <laughs> Tanya, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Tell us about a Dare to Dream Ranch. And uh, I swear, I'm uh, I'm 100 <laughs> functioning today. I feel like I'm Joe Biden now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ta- Tanya, you've been on the last few weeks. Tell us about Dare to Dream Ranch and uh, and what you're looking to accomplish, and tell us how uh, how how you your involvement, uh, why you're why you're getting involved, and in what you're doing. Okay, thank you. Um, Dare to Dream Ranch is a nonprofit organization that supports our veterans and um, active military as well as their family. 
Um, they provide services like equine therapy, woodworking, anything that helps the veterans with their issues like PTSD or TBI, that type of thing. Um, and it's at no cost to them. They also have like teeny homes that people can stay, veterans can stay in if they need to, to get on their feet. Um, how I became involved is my son, Corey, passed away this past June from um, a PTSD-related illness. Um, and he never asked for help, like with most veterans. He never asked for help. Mm. He's always the one out helping people. And and I think that's how our military are, are kind of trained. It's sure. tough guys. Yep. And, and they, yeah, and they can't ask for help. So... Dare to Dream Ranch is there to provide whatever is needed. It may be as simple as just a walk in the woods or talking to another veteran or maybe doing some axe throwing at some point in the future. So um, right now we're involved in a virtual fundraiser that kicks off really on April 1st, and financial guys are helping me to promote this. Um, and what the fundraiser is is the first people, the first organization that donates up to $50,000, they get matched that hmm. um, by the, um, I think it's the United Way in Rhode Island. Oh, wow. Although the ranch, yeah, although the ranch is in Rhode Island, they support military all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm hoping by you know being on the board and doing this for Corey's memory that we can help others that don't end up how Corey ended up. So I'm hoping to make something good come out of um, this family tragedy. Absolutely. And Tanya, we have so many great listeners that, that absolutely love to reach out and help with this kind of stuff. Where, what, what, is there a number, uh, a contact, whether it's a website or a phone number that they can get involved to help? <clears throat> yes. Um, the, you can go to either daretodreamranch.org or you can go to 401gives.org and then you choose Dare to Dream Ranch um, as the organization you want to give to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, any amount, if it's $25, that helps feed a horse for a couple days or whatever. What, how, I got, how I chose this organization, I think this is very important, is Corey, after he passed away, his friends raised over $20,000 for our family for his expenses. And I said, no, um, I'm gonna, we're going to donate this to nonprofit organizations. And I went in search of those that helped the military. But I, what was really important to me is that more than 90% went to the actual services versus the CEO. Yeah, it's huge. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And Dare to Dream Ranch, more than 93% goes to the services they provide. Um, the president, the founder, the CEO makes no money. Um, the only money that's spent is for veterinary care and um, feeding the animals. No. Um, so that's why I got so actively involved in this organization. That's awesome. Tanya, one last time, phone number. I know we're going to continue to help support this, and hopefully you have a, a very strong April 1st launch. So phone number and website, one last time before we let you go. Um, the website is daretodreamranch.org, and 401 gives, and you choose Dare to Dream Ranch. And Dare to Dream's phone number, I'm drawing a blank, so give me one second. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I, I thought I had it memorized, but clearly I didn't. Um, I have a, a 401-919-2059. That's right in Rhode Island, I think. Yes. 401-919-2059. Mr. Hayflick, always prepared. All right, uh, Tanya, <laughs> thank you so much, and hopefully we'll get you on next week. 
All right, thanks. All right, you have thanks, a great Tanya. one. And for those of you who think I'm totally losing my mind, I'm not. The equipment is not working right in the studio. So <laughs> normally we have a chart of who's on who's on what, who's, who's on, on where. Who's on first, who's on second. That's not What's the case today, right? So we're all working extra hard. And thank God my uh, years of uh, radio training is, is paying off right it's now. It's paying so, off today. Holly, you are on line one, and I promise we are going to bring you up right after a very short break. Mike Lomas, Mike Sparaza, Mike Hayflick. You guys have an awesome after-hour show, uh, by the way. We cannot yeah. miss this. Make sure you go to our Facebook page, about 3.15-ish or so. 3.15, and yeah. YouTube at 4. Yeah, who's the guest YouTube. real yep. quickly? Uh, this is Arizona's Cochise County, Mark Daniels. He was just recently on with Judge Janine Pirro on Fox News. He was on with Brian Kilmeade, Brian too. Kilmeade recently. Yep. This is the go-to guy, folks, to hear about immigration control and the immigration crisis. We're yeah. not calling it a challenge. It no. is a crisis. That's this a, is the guy. you got to listen to this guy. That huge mess that Donald Trump caused at the border with all those people now. <laughs> yep. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle. We'll be back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. Financial Guys in studio with us, Mike Haflick, Mike Sparaza. And uh, normally they uh, take over the show all by themselves. Last minute they help me fill in the Glenn Wiggle taking off for his birthday. So happy birthday, Glenn. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS, offices in Rochester, Batavia, and Williamsville, New York. And, of course, if you think like us, it really is important that we get to work with folks that think like us Monday through Friday. And uh, for those of you liberals that say, I would never give you my money, I think that's sort of the point. We want to work with people that think like you. Go out and find a a left-wing advisor that thinks like you. But – we get to work with people that think like us, and it is awesome. So 833-FIN-GUYS. And if you want to hop on board here, 1-800-616-9236. Uh, open mic session, place where money meets politics. I have a home and auto uh, expert here, and I've got a Social Security expert here, so if you have questions on that. And, again, open mic session, so 1-800-616-9236. Let's go back to Holly. I do have Holly right this time. Holly, how are you? Hey. So sorry about that, by the way. No, no. Uh, you know, my heart goes out to uh, Tanya, what she's doing on behalf yeah. of on Corey. And it's a great example of how we can do things without the government. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. In fact, yep. if 90%, that is amazing. That really is. It is. Um, yep. Well, that's happening now in the health department. The money we're giving there, it is going back 90 oh, no, oh, 90% <laughs> oh, the other way. Sorry. 100%. 100% <laughs> yeah, sorry. To Gail Burstein. Sorry, Gail Burstein's getting a few hundred. She's getting grand. every dollar of her overtime yeah. dollars yeah, earned. No, sorry, sorry, I messed that up. Sorry, <laughs> Government isn't efficient, you're trying to say. No, uh, no, it does. It is efficient, though, if the health department's number one job is to hide behind restaurants and see if they could sneak in to see if somebody's wearing a mosque. Well, <laughs> you know, well, tying in with your other guy earlier, I think it was John, said about numbers. I mean, first off, the narrative, it's, it's all, they're going by two sets of numbers, the tests and the deaths, and they're both unreliable at best. Oh, there's nothing that has been honest about COVID at all. The mainstream media has been so corrupt. And if you even talk like we're talking, I assure you this week that I will get some hate emails. We will get some, some you know, shame on you. Mm-hmm. They refuse, by the way, to look at anything. When we talk about COVID in the box and we talk about, you know, people are going to starve globally every time 
we our our GDP, the growth of the United States of America goes down. People starve globally, and uh, it's a few million people for every one percent contraction mm-hmm. in our economy. There will be people that starve everywhere. There's people dying of anxiety, depression. The health department now can't figure out why we're why overdoses are way way up, right. right? But yet they wanted to look at COVID in a box, and they weren't honest with people. If they were honest with people, they'd be talking about the fact that 96, 94 to ninety six percent of people would have died anyways. They couldn't be bothered. They say, wear your mask, put a second one on, and the guy they're following is the same guy that said a bunch of months ago that masks are totally useless until he could figure out that he could politically control people with them. Right. Well, now they have nose masks for when you eat. Um, No kidding. Yeah. You know what is a little alarming is just recently Facebook, Twitter, they're on an extra, extra uh, censorship uh, plan right now where they've even listed like uh, 12 American citizens who are high on a list of anti-vax propaganda danger and so it, the crackdown is is just really it's not going away it's ramping up but i do want to i did want to share one website i came across centers for public integrity mm-hmm. actually had said that they since the beginning of this the task force the white house task force they issue weekly reports to governors about the current state of the pandemic but it doesn't make it public so key county level data and federal advice is like out of the public eye. So all these numbers, so I'm going to share, I'm going to send that to your like email or somehow get that to you, that center for public. And you can see the report for New York, a lot of specific data um, up through December. But the fact that we had daily um, from our uh, county uh, mm-hmm. executive, you know, numbers, it's, it's like for them, not for the public. Oh, absolutely. The daily numbers, by the way, that were so deadly and threatening that we needed to shut down hockey rinks until the county executive wanted to go play hockey with his mates. Right. And then uh, apparently COVID wasn't killing people, anybody, that weekend. That just shows you the hypocrisy of this whole mess. But, of course, now we're finding out that Andrew went and got his family tested before everybody else. So Lisa Cuomo's family was was in good shape. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, Holly. He keeps getting better and better with all these stories that come out, right? But it, when it, does it stop? I, I don't I mean, it's, it's really it amazing. It if this doesn't. guy was a, a Republican, gone, yeah. gone. The first lady that came out, that Me Too movement would have surrounded his house. Yeah. I don't understand how Democrats could defend this guy. I really don't. And he continues to walk back into office. He, by the way, his favorability ratings are over 50%. Well, I told you that story, the video of him the other day when the person said, you know, don't give up, Andrew. We love you. And he says, thanks, darling. Like, uh, <laughs> thanks, darling. You know, like, it's just, it's comical. Even his point. thank you is, is, is yeah, like, yeah. you know, Not thank harassing. you, ma'am. Not yeah. thank you, ma'am. Thanks, darling. I appreciate it. You know, it's just, he, the guy, and again, it's, it's insulting and it's just slapping you in the face consistently. Yeah. Senator uh, Sean Ryan, by the way, is here that and, uh, he said, oh, well, look at that's, uh, they're just allegations about his family. It's just remember that, you know, yeah. Senator. Just remember that, by the way, when it's a Republican and one person comes forward, mm-hmm. right? I believe in that, right? I mean, look at he's innocent until found guilty, right? But right. Uh, now it's starting to pile up where you're a dirtbag. I mean, that it is really yeah, yeah. first of all the Solar City mess. Any politician should have been gone. That whole mess, a yep. billion dollars of taxpayer money flushed down the toilet yep. after they did it in Syracuse with another warehouse, that should have been enough for any New Yorker with a brain in their head mm-hmm. to say bye-bye. Then we had the SAFE Act, which everybody with a registered gun couldn't stand. Oh, then we had Common Core, which the teachers hated. <laughs> oh, then we had the biggest one, the nursing home scandal. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, where we killed yeah. them. It's unreal. Sent and them now, in and then lied about the data. Now we've got eight is enough.
Yep. Like it's right, it's right. it just doesn't end. It just doesn't end. Are you seeing, by the way, Mike? I ask you this, you're seeing a lot. Obviously, this is a loaded question. You're yeah. seeing a ton of people that you help buying properties out of New York as well, right? Yeah, and I think you know as we are seeing more and more people, the need to be in other states besides New York and Florida is becoming more evident. I mean, it, people are every week since about uh, July or August, we've had a client say, I'm out of here, or a prospect say, I'm leaving, I, I, I can't do it. So if you write in these states, we'll help you out because people just want to get out of here. Yeah, the good news is you do write in a lot of different yep. states, specifically yep. Florida is one of the yep. major ones. Uh, as a, Maybe we could change the, the name of the company to Insurance Snowbird or whatever, yep. but, but you're, they're <laughs> flying down, you're flying with them. Yep. Uh, you know, I say this all the time, we do. I said, throughout the show, I've been talking about our offices in Rochester, Batavia, Williamsville. Mm-hmm. We have offices down in Jupiter, Florida. Yep. I can tell you that when we fly down to Jupiter, Florida, I see a lot of Buffalo people there. Mm-hmm. They're not coming back, folks. Every two and a half hours, somebody is moving out of Western New York. That is a scary stat. Mm-hmm. Even scarier, and I don't know where we're going to put all these people down there, a thousand people a day moving into Florida. Well, we said this with Robbie De Niro last week or a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's sad. Like, you don't want to, we all love Buffalo, right? We love the town. We love the people, the sports teams. And it's mm-hmm. sad to see people right. just flocking and not caring to get out of here. It's a really yeah. sad thing. Yep, it's taxes, folks. It's the Erie County Health Department hiding behind uh, restaurant doors to sneak in like uh, little grease balls so they can sneak in and catch somebody without their mask on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody wants to put up with that anymore. They're sick and tired of it. The new restaurants are opening up in Florida. Yeah, it's taxes. It's partly taxes. You talked about it, though. It costs more to insure a place down in Florida. There are costs involved. It's not just about Tax, it's not just about taxes. It's about the culture of I gotcha, right? Who in the world would want to open up anything in the service orient, or, oriented right. industry right now, whether it's food or the liquor authority? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You imagine putting your life on the line, mortgaging your house, and these dirt balls come in, and you're not wearing your mask, so I'm going <laughs> to put you out of business. A maple syrup place, I guess, in Binghamton or Attica went mm-hmm. down the other day because mm-hmm. they didn't have masks on. I mean, leave people alone. Business owners are immediately like the enemy of the county, of the state, because yeah. they, they know that they're a target. They know that they're a source of uh, fees and penalties, and they know that they can uh, basically rule over them. They, yeah. they doesn't matter how good of a business owner you are. So I'll tell you what, I give them a lot of... Uh, a lot of credit. They have a lot of courage to open up businesses in New York. Yeah, well, many of them have done it decades ago and are still are just fighting for survival at this yeah. point. And that doesn't say it's sad because, you know, as business owners, we know the feeling. You put your heart and soul and your life into it, and then they just rip it from you in seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah. or, or yeah. if they don't rip it from you, they just yeah. tax with, you to with, death for With zero <laughs> scientific <laughs> data. Right. Zero scientific. In fact, the science supported making sure we keep all these places open. And uh, the last the last little go around to complete the circle will be, and mark my words on this, folks, everything we've talked about at Financial Guys here for the last 12 months has been true. It's come out to play itself out. The last one will be people will get more and more sick from wearing face diapers on their, their face for the last yep. 12 months. That'll, that'll take itself out over the next few years here. Yeah, I know we're going to take a quick break. So in our TFG Academy series, folks, this Wednesday, March 31st, Ron Reinstein and I, we are conducting our social security optimization webinar 6 15 p.m it's only a webinar eventually we will be doing live uh, uh, versions of this at our office at 305 spindrift but it is still just a webinar go go right to our website thefinancialguys.com to sign up or you can call 833 Guys. that's this wednesday march 31st 6 15 social security optimization one more thing on april 14th This series, Retirement Planning Process 101B, so this is for business owners. Uh, This is on 
April 14th, 615. Again, you can register right off our website, thefinancialguys.com, or call 833-FIN-GUYS. We're going to take a quick break. Please do not forget about the after show. I plug this all the time. Mike and Mike here, Mike Spraza. Uh, Mike Hayflick, probably outside of me, probably the best guest you guys have ever had. Uh, yeah, close, well, well, close. <laughs> Nobody laughs. He, 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 this is this is this is going to be a great, great after show, folks. Three fifteen on Facebook, four o'clock on YouTube. Arizona's Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels. Yeah, he's been on Fox News uh, of last few weeks. Yeah, so. four or five times. Awesome yep. guest. Got to go to our Facebook live. Real quick break. I promise we're going to pound through the phone lines. When we get back. If you're on hold, stick with us here. Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All righty, welcome back. Mike Lomas, Legal Financial Guys, in studio, Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza. The place where money meets politics, folks. And uh, you guys are going to help us out quite a bit here over the next few months. So I appreciate that. Yeah, happily. Uh, do an awesome job. It's funny because I'm supposed to be off. By the way, I would need to say thank you to Russ Thompson, Carl Palladino, David DiPietro. Uh, they're always big, big, huge help. And it's so cool to be able to take a Saturday off once in a while. So. Tons of compliments this past week when yeah. they, they had come in. A lot of clients said, we enjoy them. Oh, it's such a great uh, a great change of pace. You know, they yeah. love hearing and all three of them, actually. Russ, Russ likes to stick it to me that he's got more uh, friends on Facebook than we do. So <laughs> I, I need your help, by week. the way. You guys have uh, a Facebook Live after this, <laughs> and you don't want to miss that. So friend me so we can just beat Mr. Thompson. Let's uh, let's go out to Todd. Todd with uh, go ta- GoDaddy. I'm going to get arrested or, or fined. Right? Go, go toddy.com. Go Todd, Metro Realtor. Uh, Todd, what's going on with real estate in Western New York? I mean, it's a hot market because we don't have any inventory, right? It, yeah, it, it's crazy. And by the way, if Danica Patrick calls me now, all after my attorney. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to meet her. If she calls you, I want an autograph. So. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Could be worth it. I wait. I'm going to wait to court. Um. So, yeah, we'll go to GoTotty.com. So, last week, I listed a house for one of our, our listeners, and by Wednesday, we had 11 offers, and it went 18% over asking. Wow. Now is the time to sell, right? I mean, if you're thinking about – how about this, folks that are thinking about relocating in a year or two? Might be the time to say, hey, I want to step up and go, right? So, yeah, and, and the, the caveat there is where you're relocating to, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. If you're thinking about getting out of Florida – who knows when our inventory is going to take a swing? Right. People were talking about finding them a place to rent and cashing out of their house now. And then in you know a year or two, they're going to be calling Sparaza for insurance and Ryan for a mortgage. And I'll mm-hmm. with you know a, a real estate rep down in Florida because they're out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're thinking, you know what? Even if I make a little more money, I'd rather know that I've got it sold now and I've got money in my pocket than hold out and see what happens in the state two years from now yeah so couldn't couldn't agree more what 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 do you got any homes that you can feature on our show uh well there's there's a big old house in uh marilla area alma border on 10 acres and believe it or not it was a bed and breakfast and that one somebody's gonna be bringing on the market here shortly Mm. and it's 5500 square feet if you've got a lot of family 
five bedrooms, six full baths, two half baths, and you've even got a ring like you can finish off and you know stick the in-laws that you might not want to talk to all the time. Uh, ten, <laughs> 10 acres, though. That, that's, that's awesome. Look, if uh, folks, by the way, if you're thinking about you know, looking for a real estate agent, Todd can feature it here as he just did with this property and uh, give you a heads up or a leg up uh, to the competition before stuff hits the market. Uh, Todd, what's your number if folks need to get in touch with you and need your help? 912-8684. 912-8684-gotoddy.com. Yes, sir. And and I am a full-service agent. I fixed two plumbing problems yesterday during the middle of that storm yesterday. <laughs> you fixed them? I, I fixed them, yeah. Nice. Well, now I know who to call when, uh, when my plumbing messes <laughs> up. Hey, I'm right around the corner. I'll help you out. All right. All right. Sounds good, buddy. 912-8684. Thanks for the help. Yep. All right, let's uh, pound through the phone calls here. Jerry, how are you, sir? Jerry, you're live with the Financial Guys, Financial Guys Radio Network. Hey, thanks. I loved the the after show last week with Dave DiPietro, but uh, I want to get right to a couple of remarks. Uh, I made, uh, well, I wonder what you think about that SOB in Albany, uh, how he's going to make out. He's, uh, He's lucky he got that marijuana bill. And the other thing is I feel, uh, really bad for the chocolate bar. I wish people maybe take up a selection or uh, collection. <clears throat> they never sh- should have s- sat those people down. I called up, and it's the usual suspects. Can you believe that? <laughs> Screwed that guy, that poor business. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, bud. <laughs> Let's go with uh, We'll continue with the phone lines here. What do we got, Mike on line three? Mike, how are you? Yeah, how are you doing? Good. We did a show when you were on vacation, too. <laughs> Perfect. And they, by the way, he liked the After Hours show. Oh, oh good, 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 good. good. So yeah. the After Hours show today is Dave DiPietro is awesome. This oh, guy yeah. is going to be good, too. you got to find it. Folks, if you haven't seen the After Show, it's it's about the guests. I mean, we've yeah. had Stefan Mihaila. We've had David DiPietro. We've had Rob Ort. Today, you do not want to miss Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels from Arizona. Um, we love doing it because we get really prominent people, key people in our organization. We also get prominent people making differences in, uh, you know, and in all different ways. It's fun to get somebody's opinion that's really in the thick of it every day. You know, yeah. so it's not just us talking about it. It's somebody that's there, and or, you know, in, in our case, mm-hmm. Stefan, he's in Erie County or whoever, Rob Orton, Niagara County. So yep. it's interesting. Yep. All right, Mike, you're up. Uh, you mentioned Solar City. Whatever happened to that million dollars worth of equipment that was created and moved to that warehouse in North Tonawanda? Has anybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, Mike. The answer is yes. We just say yes. I, I don't know what else to say. But, I mean, you, that project was such a mess from the get-go. They, I mean, they basically stole taxpayer money, right? A billion dollars. We had Carl Paladino on it, a developer, and Carl was talking about the actual cost to build that thing. You know, forget about whether it was right or wrong. Carl was talking about how dysfunctional and how inappropriate the price was to build that. Mm-hmm. Before they even put a shovel in the ground, he was spot on by the end of it, and he was spot on with all the corruption that happened too. So sad. I, you know, by the way, what happened to the forty-one million dollars they were supposed to pay us if they didn't create the jobs that they created? Right. Right. Gone. Who who knows what's going to that equipment's probably on eBay. Headed uh, for uh, pennies on the dollar, and I'm sure most of that money will end up back in the Cuomo coffers. Well, that's what I figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call. Never accountability. Yeah, he's still smiling, though. Everything seems to be fine, and his, and his family is fully tested and probably vaccinated before everybody mm-hmm. else. I have no idea who we have on the line for here. No yeah. idea. 
Yeah, it's a mystery let's, guest. Let's go for it. Mystery guest on line four. Yeah. What? By, by the way, the caller before, what was he talking about? Chocolate in <laughs> Albany? I, did you understand what I, he was talking I really about? didn't. I, I was hoping his, you knew. I knew his point about Cuomo, obviously. I didn't know where the- I thought he was going with the, like, you're going to be able to smoke weed in the New York, and then you're going to get the munchies and have to eat chocolate. Which oh, I, I got you. But, okay. Mm. Okay. By the way, that weed <laughs> thing will be a total mess. It's, but but it's yeah. amazing that that's what they're concerned about right now. Like, let's pass sure. the marijuana bill now, and there's a million other things that are more important, maybe like getting the state open yeah. or like, oh, no. you know. All yeah. the existing businesses. Yeah. No, no, that yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. The new yeah. ones, by the way. Yeah. See, they've crushed all the restaurants. So the new one they'll be able to regulate is the marijuana industry. That's right. And uh, that, that, by the way, the watch and see, the, the, the thought is, of course, is that that's something we haven't taxed yet, right? right. right. That's right. A, So now we're going to go out and tax it. Well, uh, of course, most people will be buying weed from the people that they already buy it from because it'll mm-hmm. be cheaper. cheaper. Yeah. And uh, they'll end up figuring out a way to regulate it out. And, and of course, uh, mark my words, folks, people will be buying weed from the Indian Reservation Absolutely. or from Pennsylvania yep. and bringing it in, and it'll be cheaper. Any idea who's on line four? No? All right. Okay. <laughs> Any idea who's on line four? No? You know? Mystery we'll caller. Just, I'll just... All right, I was going to say, hey, you. Cliff from Delavan. How are you, Cliff? Hey, good. How you doing? We are wonderful. Thanks for calling. Can't do it real often, but hey, uh, I get in all these ads on my, when I Google something, you know, 19 ads, mm-hmm. about this, you know, legalization of marijuana stock, you know, mm-hmm. cannabis stock. You know, what do you think? And you're talking about a tremendous boom in it. Yeah, I think there's going to be opportunities in it. I think you got to be really careful, right? I think anytime you got a new company, there's going to be a burn rate. Uh, I think no, no pun intended. Pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. I like that. And Very. What I mean by that is they're going to raise cash, and if it's a new company, they're going to burn through that cash, and you got to make sure they're going to survive. I also don't think the margins are there like people think. You know, people are thinking, oh, it's legal, so now a company's going to make all kinds of money. Let me let, let me let you in a little secret. It's been sort of legal for a long time, right? And people have been buying pot for a long time. And if I'm a publicly traded company and I'm going to charge $5 and somebody can go get it from Joe the Pot Dealer for a buck, True. they're going back there. I don't think the margins are there. I think it's a lot of hype, and I think you've got to be very, very careful. I think more people, no pun intended, will be burned before they actually <laughs> make And I was going to say, with, with the border wide open right now, too, it's going to come up cheap as can be coming up to the border. And if, if it's $5 or whatever in New York, and you know, mm-hmm. I think that's another thing. That's a great point. Ninety yeah. percent, folks. Yep. Ninety mm-hmm. something percent of the drugs come yep. right over that border, and now it's open. It's yep. open. Easy yeah, to get, open. easy to transport. Harris is down there. She's in charge of it, so that should that should end up well. Is Cliff. she down there? Yeah, yeah. She's well, she's there to save the yeah. day. Of all states that need her, by the way. <laughs> is is what she? A, what a joke that is, by the way. She's in the state of Florida. Get out. Yeah. The state of Florida, by the way, you screwed them. New York, California, get bailed out once again. And we had you had DPH on. He's already yeah. talking about. They've already blown that and, and messed that up. So they had a chance to get this lump sum of money from the federal government. They doubled which, it. Which and they, yeah, they, yeah, and they made them a bigger mess. Of yeah. it. Cliff, we'll give you the final word here. Well, that's that's just fine. I just appreciate you guys, and uh, thanks for the advice. I'll, I'll be very careful. All right, yeah, just just be careful, Cliff. A lot of people think, oh, new, it's got yeah. it's got to make money. Uh-uh. Well, you don't always know who the winners and losers are going to be in each yeah. new sector, right? Watch, so you got to see you the government's going to regulate that. They're and gonna, it gets all screwed. They're going to try to grab every ounce of profit out of that, which means that it's, <laughs> right. you you may have people, by the way, that start doing it because it's legal and then buying it from the drug dealer now in the black market because that's it's right. cheaper, right? Yep. yep. They will end up messing this up, folks. There is nothing. 
that big government does that doesn't end up totally screwed up. Nothing. I Nothing agree. they touch. Nothing they touch. No doubt. Uh, well, you guys got a date when you're filling back in for us? Uh, I don't know. Sometime next month, yeah, for sure. Yeah, April for uh, we're sure. Gonna, yeah. Maybe once a month. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Did you see this? This How arrogant is our vice president? Hey, Florida, help is here. That's what she's telling. Yeah. Um, help uh, our, is here with <laughs> that voice. Go- Governor help DeSantis. And that's probably like after she laughed about it. You well, know? They, they need her help big time, I'm sure. Oh, Everywhere. Yeah. I'm sure she'll be just getting They're right all out taking of the a Big, yeah, deep, yeah, big deep breath, yeah, saying, "Oh, see. thank God, God someone, someone, a leader is here." You got your political education from a state where people are leaving every hour, right. and you're showing up in a state where people are showing up every hour. Yeah, no thanks. How many times is she going to get away with just laughing at things too? Yeah, yeah. Have you, just, yeah you've been, you know, to, have you been out of the border. Right? Are you want planning proof, to go to the border? <laughs> proof right no. now, Mr. Andrew uh, Cuomo. Right, yeah. eight, eight is not enough. Your family yep. getting help with COVID before everybody else. It just doesn't end. Nursing home deaths. Yep. It's a total joke. All right. Esther Goulias, the tax lady, takes over. Make sure you pay your fair share, especially all you folks on the left that listen to this. Uh, make sure you pay your fair share. And uh, <laughs> Esther Goulias, the tax lady, can help you out with that. If you need us throughout the week, folks, 1-800-616-9236. We do manage money for a living. If you think like us, use us as a resource. For all you on the left that want to cancel us, I continue to love your uh, emails and you hitting our website. Uh, I laugh at you, and so does the rest of the office. So God bless. We'll see you next week. Mike Lomas, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Sparaza, Mike Hayflick, Financial Guys Radio Network. WBEN Buffalo, WKSE HD3 Niagara Falls, a radio.com station.